0: what up what up welcome back to the sneaker history podcast my name is nick ingvall and i'm with my guys mike and robbie to talk some kicks how you doing fellas it's good man happy monday to you fellas
2: i'm doing great i realized the past four or five days i've worn the same two models in different colors but it's like alternated so it's been a like a repeating shoe shoe point in my life but it's good i'm good
0: it's good life's good <laughs> All right. I'm okay I'm, 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 I'm good <laughs> it's been, it's been, it's been kind of sunny up in Portland right it has been
2: it was nice but I'm gonna go running tomorrow night with the deadstock people they're trying to I, I got a I got a scale at the house and I looked I got on it and I was like nah damn it so I was like I'm gonna go You
1: say nah. <laughs> nah,
2: nah yeah bad news bears. So Nixon running. So I was like, you know, if you know, all these people can run, I can run too. You, you want to join I my lunch
1: challenge, then? Two uh, two miles a day for five days a week every uh, every week of March.
2: Oh, I already got you beats I walk a mile, and I walk one point three. No, 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 no,
1: running, running, running. Who's chasing me? Oh, uh, <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. There's a shoe in front of you. <laughs> Wait, what is it again, Mike? So my buddy, uh, we always send each other random workout challenges for the month, and the one we're doing now is uh, for five days out of the week, you run two miles a day for those five days. For you do it for an entire month in March. All right, I'm in. All right,
0: I gotta I gotta get back on it because because I was running pretty regularly, but then we got this puppy. And she can't quite keep up uh like that yet. So my uh and also my time is dedicated to uh scoop and poop. So gotta scoop um, the poop. Yeah, man. It's I mean it's it's worth it in the long run. That's what I just gotta tell myself, you know?
1: Don't <laughs> worry, <laughs> I'm a trash runner, so I'm like breathing like I literally have some kind of asthma when I run. and like, all right, we gotta, gotta get back into this.
0: Yeah, man, I I, I've always had like a kind of like I forget what the technical term is from it because I hate to even think about it. But I've had this like kind of asthma where when I when I run or when I play basketball or exercise pretty heavily, I get super congested Mm -hmm. Um, and like it just runs in the family. My brother has it. My mom has it. It's just it's annoying as hell. But I've been, I've, I've been trying to run and keep my pace below that, you know, kind of threshold of what triggers it. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's a, it's, it's a constant work in progress. <laughs> hey, you keep working on it. That's all that matters. Yeah. You're still in the streets, uh, So it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So before we uh, get into today's episode, which we're going to talk about some signature basketball shoes since the NBA is uh, coming into full steam ahead, I think, like into the season or last third of the season, I should say. Um, and also, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, uh, Rohit and Robbie had a great conversation about the rising stars in basketball, which I'm sure we'll touch on a few of them in tonight's episode, but. Um, uh, before that, I wanted to uh, do as we usually do: read out um, a review. This one came from Coat Wolf. It says uh, I love this. Sh- I love this show. Best sneaker podcast out there. Great guys, great personalities, great discussions and topics. I'm always looking forward to the next episode. Can't ask for much more than that. Besides more episodes, keep up the excellent work. So shout out to Coat Wolf for the positive re- review. If you've got a minute head over to iTunes, leave us a review. I know that most of you probably listen on other platforms, but unfortunately iTunes is really the only place that, uh, that helps us out with these reviews. So um, if you are really about that life, head over to patreoncom slash sneaker history, and you can join us there. We drop a couple, two or three episodes, um, extra podcasts a month and a bunch of content throughout the month. Um, Get a little more engagement, a little more interaction with all of us Mm -hmm. on there. Um, But yeah, appreciate everybody listening. It's it's crazy that, you know, we've had so many reviews and so many people listening. And I'm just so thankful that we're able to do this. And um, just to be able to talk sneakers with you guys is a blast. So
1: Yeah, you got to sign up for the Patreon. Robbie will send you a signed picture from his cat. <laughs> yeah. I, will, I will dip her
2: paw
0: in ink. And then I will. <laughs> uh, so uh, copping and rocking. Rocking and copping. What are you guys? What are you guys rocking? What are you guys copping this week?
1: Man, I, I broke out the the Jordan. What the fours again? Uh, and I've been wearing those for the last couple of days. Uh, copping. I'm I'm in a just kind of a, a walking conundrum right now. I don't know what I want. I mean, I know what I want, but I'm trying to you know make a smart financial decision on what to buy. <laughs> but I for sure want to get my kid a pair of the Raygun Two Point because for his size they're like hundred bucks. So that's definitely on my list of things to buy. Nice. How about you, Robbie?
2: Like I said, I've been going back and forth between the blue, the pink, and the Volt Air Max 90s. And then um, randomly I pulled out the all-star Jordan 1, like the chameleon pair from 2018. And then I wore my top three ones. And then I wore the blue, the greats. So it's like I've been... Going back and forth between those two shoes. Uh, a mess. When it comes to Copping, I really want the Syracuse dunk. Like I'll, I'll take the Kentucky one, but I have a lot of blue. I'm always looking for more quality orange shoes that don't say like Oregon State on them or give off an Oregon State vibe. Well, Syracuse is definitely fitting that bill. <laughs>
1: Man, I hope those are – I don't want to say easy to get because I know they're not going to be, but I hope I have at least a chance. I really don't care. Either one, just like you said, I would prefer the Syracuse. I kind of like the orange a little bit better. But at this point, it's like i just take one. So I wore
0: uh, – I wore – what did I wear today? Oh, I, I wore a LeBron 7, uh, the no fly wire, the white and reds. Um nice. Nice. Yeah. I, 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 I hadn't worn that shoe in a long time. I hadn't worn any of my LeBron sevens in a long time. And I I keep seeing everybody posting that retros and I'm like, man, I need to like pull these out. So either one, I'm not tempted to buy more retros or two <laughs> it's going to make me buy more retros. Uh, and that, that shoe is just so good, man. Like the, the details, the the quality of it, the comfort. I I mean, I don't know that the style, you know, we talked about the patent leather and like the, the pair that I wore today is obviously not patent leather, but it's so clean. It's so simple. It's just like, it just makes me appreciate that shoe again, you know, pulling it out and wearing it. So, um, so that was what's on my feet. Um, as far as copying, like, i'm kind of in the same boat as you guys with these dunks but i really i really just want the safaris like i never got the safari air max ones i never um've n- i've actually never had any safari any safari release except for the air safari like whenever it was retro last i have a couple of pairs of those in in storage but um the dunks man they're just so dope
1: I Do you just, know the release info on that? I didn't know if it was going to be skate shop only. I didn't see them on sneakers, but then again, I haven't looked in like three days. So I haven't seen anything on them now. Oh, man. Yeah. Cause I would take those over either of the other two dunks. Cause I love that Safari, like, just like you haven't owned any Safari sneakers and I'm just so tempted to go buy the uh, Atmos uh, LeBron 16s because they're just kind of sitting around and at like they're below two hundred bucks, man. But the white and blue, or white and orange, is goes with everything. I know. Just uh, that safari just calls me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I have plenty of plenty of orange shoes. So I'm I'm not against the Syracuse Dunks, but I have like I forget what the. The dunks were that came out like probably like oh five oh six that are like they're highs, but they're just white and orange. And then they had like a tiny bit of blue on the tongue. But I have those that I wear quite a bit. And other than I mean, I just wouldn't wear the, the lows if I'm I don't know. I just feel like I wouldn't wear them if I already have a pair that's basically the same colorway. So. I know this is weird coming from me, who because I'm pretty sure you've broken that. Because I know, I've broken it a
2: million times in my life. <laughs> Wait, what's that? That like similar colorways? Like you don't have two shoes in the closet that are very similar
0: that aren't the same.
1: <laughs> Please the, the fifth. I mean,
0: yeah, I got I have plenty of them though. Like, I mean, you got to realize, like, like your purple and gold for the Lakers is is black and orange for me and the Giants, right? Like most. I would say that I have more more orange on my shoes than probably anything except for red, just because every Jordan comes in red, right? So mm-hmm. um but yeah. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm looking for. I mean, let us know what you're rocking lately, what you're copping. Um we'll throw this up on Instagram too. So if you can drop a comment on there and, and let us know. Love to see what everybody's everybody's after lately. I mean, I, I see everybody talk about the same stuff on Twitter and it's it's I don't think that everybody actually wants to buy the things that are, I think Twitter is like, as much as I love it, it's like mostly just people that are probably just going to like flip the shoes or people Mm -hmm. that are just complaining that they didn't get the shoes. Um, but I don't know, maybe, maybe not. If you're, if you're on Twitter actually just, uh, just, just tweet at us. I would love to talk to people on Twitter about this stuff because I feel like there's a lot of negativity on Twitter when it comes to sneakers. And personally, I don't think it's all that bad, but I digress. So uh, where, where do you guys want to start? Want to do a little
1: bit of news first? Yeah, let's start with the news and work our way through it all. How about well, this? I guess the biggest one was
2: is going to be Draymond. Signing with Converse and that's really great. I can see that brand diversify more in the signature line for him. But the real standout shoe dropping is the Jordan Mars Two Hundred and Seventy Low in Pure Money White. Robbie's favorite. There's been a Pure Money Four. There's been a Pure Money Three, but this Mars Two Hundred and Seventy Low is far none the best Pure Money Air Jordan I've ever seen
1: if y'all didn't know this is pure sarcasm just, just in case you didn't know <laughs> look man they had to make Spike Lee happy with something I and mean, he just had a falling out with the Knicks they're like look man we'll, we'll give you a, 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 a 270 Mars low in a white colorway here you'll be happy but it's pure money though like they
2: use the same colorway <laughs> as the signature shoe <laughs> Concilation
1: prizes, right? Like that. Yeah. Well, that's like every six rings that releases. If you missed out on cool grade 11s, they got those space jams, we got you. Everything anything
2: and everything that's use the same name and people. <laughs> but, so uh, the interesting
0: thing about that shoe to me is that it doesn't look like a basketball shoe. The low. It looks like it looks like a cross between the air monarch and like a new Nike tennis shoe. Right?
2: Yeah. Monarchs a very good, I see it now, from the yeah. overlays and the shape. Yeah. I didn't and, think and about that. Honestly, you said like,
0: if, if I came across this shoe in the mall and didn't know what it was, if it didn't have that mesh panel overlay, I think it's actually a pretty good looking shoe. But it's like the mesh over the swoosh that makes me and obviously that trying to tie to the jordan four just makes me think oh no this isn't for me because they're just trying too hard right but the rest of it i think actually looks pretty good like that that uh like kind of ice blue outsole the jordan logo on the on the under the air bubble in the back looks dope to me i don't know I, i'm not i'm not as totally against it as i as i nah i'm against it never
1: mind <laughs> <laughs> have to like no
0: no it's not it I
2: wouldn't own any Monarchs he, he either. He's making good points. He's making a case. We <laughs> like, did not murder him. He was here, here, here. Not, here, <laughs> not,
0: not here. <laughs> I mean, no no point in talking myself into a shoe like this, right? Like, it's just this shoe isn't designed for me. It's designed for people that typically aren't paying attention to sneakers and they just want to be able to buy a nice clean pair of shoes for, you know, probably on sale for 70 bucks or something.
1: So Yeah. I mean that's that's the proper way to put it. It's not meant for us, even though we find ourselves talking about it. It's just not <laughs> um so
0: I I uh okay. I just had like a, a ultimate like like wtf moment so when i put in the like pure money or whatever obviously the fours come up right Mm -hmm. there's an ad like a you know one of the top you know shopping ads is from goat the asking price on a size eight pure money four is 16.50 16 dollars and 50 cents no 16 hundred (laughs) and fifty dollars and the the asking price on an eight and a half is two thousand dollars the nine um, is four sixty the nine and a half is five sixty i mean i had no idea those shoes actually were worth anything more than retail i thought they were on sale
1: i thought they were too
0: no they
2: did like not thought they did huh
0: yeah, that's crazy.
1: I mean, things changed.
0: Yep. But anyway, uh, I guess other other newsworthy stuff is this Air Max Adapt, Adapt Leo one um, Looks like a... I don't even know what to say what it looks like. Just looks like...
1: It looks like looks a walking it. sneaker. Like for a person with like bad art
0: support. Like... Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a like one of those like Etonics that your grandparents would rock, right? 100%. It's like
1: four midsoles thick. <laughs> and not like Balenciaga, you know, Triple S, these are just like might be taller. Yeah. actually.
0: <laughs> it kind of looks like I, it should just be a motorized like outsole that you just stand and it just scoots <laughs> along. Looks like a tank sorta.
1: Heelys but electronic.
0: Yeah. Electronic Heelys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, that's our new idea, by the way. We're taking that one and running with it.
2: It it reminds me of the Air Max 200 with lights.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. And, and, and like it ate an extra meal. Like. Yeah, it's
2: chonky, but like the, the <laughs> feel, I wonder what, like the the design reasoning was for that gap in the back of it.
1: I get to just wait for the actual, well, once the like press release comes out, I like to actually read about it and see what the thought process was behind it because, again, we get these first look sneak peeks. We have no context to the design and so we're just left like this, like what was happening in this room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think the, like, back heel
0: piece with the, like, that space that's there could actually be cool if it wasn't so bulky, right? Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's just it's just so thick.
1: You <laughs> like, sounded, uh, sounded uh, bit upset when you did it. It's just so thick. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, I want to like it because it's probably it's probably an infra. It looks infrared, right? Like you know, know it's infrared, infrared colorway. But you talk yeah. about though
2: know, or the shoe. <laughs> what? <laughs> are we, are we talking about logo or the shoe? Talk about the shoe, man. I know it's a
1: joke. The <laughs> <laughs> gets me on this one the the lacing system it doesn't. I guess well, I guess when I first adapt uh, sneaker, it looked like just it was just elastic looking, strapped across the uh, the top, but it didn't have that same system. You know how it looked of like the cables on the uh, latest like adapt bb or even the hirachi uh, this one uses like little like bands across the top yeah hmm. yeah um, I'll be, I'm I'm
0: curious to know what this is going to turn out I mean I, I want to see it in person at some point hopefully so
2: I'm happy you brought up the hirachi because I think that's the best looking adapt of any adapt including the mags um, from like a practical everyday wear standpoint. And they did like two colorways and then bye-bye. I haven't heard one thing about it since. I would have liked to seen, I would have liked to seen more with that silhouette before getting this guy. And we don't know when this is dropping. It's a first look. But um, I would like to see more of the last guy before we get in this new one.
1: I'm going to assume it's going to drop Air Max Day or somewhere in that general vicinity just because it is an Air Max sneaker. But... I think that that BB 2.0 is actually the best looking one. Like, I like the Hirachi, but that that BB, I don't know. The second one just looks really sleek and, and really, really cool. It looks really wearable, or was really wearable, I should say. Looks like a Rebel Cop reboot, but in a shoe. Hey, shoes man. hey, hey. <laughs> it's cool. I mean, it, I, from
2: a basketball standpoint, basketball shoes can always get away with looking more techy, right? They yeah. Want off what the, what the shoe is doing for your game or what it does for you. So mm-hmm. it looks like Robocop, but that fits in that category. Shoes are getting more futuristic on like the streetwear casual side, but um, I think this is a real big feeler. We're going to throw this out there and see do people latch on to it or is it too far gone?
0: Just- yeah, well, this will yeah. be interesting to see how how people react to it. Uh, but, uh, last bit of news, finally know how, uh, the Dior, Air Dior one, Air Jordan one Dior is going to release and you're not getting a pair. So that's all that you need to know. It's nobody's getting a pair. They've all been backdoored. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, no I'm just kidding um, it's basically a giant lottery it looks like right I, Mike uh, you sent this one so I'll let you talk about it a little bit
1: yeah it's a, it's a giant lot well let's take that though let's take a whole step back it's not a giant lottery it's a moderately large lottery because um, looks like March 23rd through April 6th in Paris alone you can enter the lottery and you'll be able to if you win pick them up at a pop-up shop that they're going to have now for all of us lucky people in the States. um, If you don't live in New York or Los Angeles, you're gonna be paying 10 grand plus for them because that's the only way you're gonna be able to get them is the same process as the Paris release, but they're gonna do, again, a pop-up shot you have to go pick them up at from either New York or Paris on uh, April 23rd. Now, you're gonna see releases in London, Hong Kong, Seoul, Singapore, Tokyo, and China, but at this point, I, mean, I think you guys can agree with me with everything going on. I don't see that really happening right now. Cause It looks like a lot of things uh, were postponed until April. A lot of just businesses have pretty much just called it quits until April. But at this point, I, I think I've heard rumblings of things maybe being pushed over to May. So I think there's no set date on those Asia-centric releases or that London release. Um, so they're just basically saying stay tuned and they're going to play by ear. But there are only 8,500 pairs and we're dividing it over, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven countries. And you've already seen, you know, 20, 30 of your favorite celebrities with them, which means there are more of them out there. So we're going to be realistic and say that there's maybe four to five thousand pairs to go around to the general population. And a two thousand dollars, by the way. So this is just for the high. If I'm not mistaken, I didn't see anything saying the high and low releasing at the same time. Um, so, from my understanding, this could be wrong, but I think it's just the the Jordan One high and the low is going to follow at some point um, if it even does release. So, good luck. I wouldn't really. I would act like this shoe didn't exist. There's no point of trying to bang your head against the wall for a two two thousand dollars sneaker that's pretty much going to be as elusive as like something like the undefeated four. Uh, If you get it, cool. You should be able to pay your mortgage for the next year without blinking an eye once you sell it. So good to you if you're that person.
2: My first thought about it was, well, I have enough to buy it. Like I I would do it if it came up, but it's just not going to happen. it's like, it's, it's like those gamblers who think that they're down to the last $5 and they've already lost a couple thousand, and maybe the mortgage is on the line. like, I'm going to make this $5. I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to go on a winning streak from here on. Like, no, you are playing yourself. It's not going to go down like that. If you think you're going to get a pair of these and you aren't in one of those cities, you have a fat chance of taking a big L. But is it crazy? So for a shoe you know is going to be worth that much is it worth going to one of those cities and trying to get it because the outcome could be so profitable?
1: Well, you wouldn't travel ahead of time. You would have to see if you won. You have to see if you won. From my understanding, you put your name in the lottery. If you won, you can go get it from that location the way it reads.
2: Oh, I mean, I, for sure, I would take a round trip, stay with Nick for a night go take a round trip to LA if I won.
1: and Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're all, I mean, we're pretty impartial to reselling anything, We complain about it sometimes when you know when it doesn't go our way. But if if I had a chance to buy it, knowing what the financial reward would be, 100%, Nick, clear off your couch, up, pick up your dog's poop for a couple of days. I'm coming to get them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so so this is I'll, I'll link to this, but it looks like May 1st to the 8th is the LA Melrose Avenue pop up. Um, so I'm assuming it's hard it's hard to know if if you can actually enter then or if you can only do the entry on the 23rd and 24th of March.
1: Yeah. But it's uh, not clear, but I think it's on purpose to make it even harder. We're gonna give you some very vague instructions and good luck.
0: <laughs> right? And the, and the crazy part is like Robbie, you make a great point especially with coronavirus like the price of of flights is so cheap right now you can literally fly anywhere for dirt cheap like i just saw somebody posted that they got round trip tickets to miami from san francisco for 170 something dollars like oh, that's normally like a 500 dollar round trip so you could literally fly to la or new york and try to get it and still probably sell the shoe for I don't know. I saw there's a bid on StockX for 12 12,000. Yeah. But, I, but like I don't know you know how how valid that is. Um there's nothing on Goat as far as bids, but it seems like that shoe will go for 10 to 15 in my opinion. So um Yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy to think that you could actually like make that work, but yeah, flights are flights are nothing if you if you were able to get the shoe i mean it'd totally be worth it if you were going to resell it so
1: would you resell it i know i would i probably sound like a jerk for saying it but i wouldn't i would sell it as soon as I, I knew i got the receipt in my hand it'd be gone yeah i i i couldn't see myself
0: keeping keeping them with that much money on the line um, yeah. there's if i had you know if anything i would i would probably let's let's say let's say i sell, i buy them for two i sell them for 10 i might i might buy like something that's in the like you know 1500 2000 range and then i still got money in, <laughs> off of it so
1: oh easy yeah. to justify that yeah. yeah
2: i'm buying a pair of blink easy twos no solar easy twos and still have the money left over
1: I was gonna buy union ones and just call it A. <laughs> yeah. That's probably that's probably what I would do.
0: Union ones. Maybe I don't know. I'm not even gonna think about it because I, <laughs> <think laughs> I
1: don't know we got, We're spending money we don't have. What if we do
0: <laughs> we can buy uh, both of them and <laughs> So all right, let's 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 hop into this whole best signature basketball sneakers in the NBA right now. Um Robbie, this is this is I want to say you're you're a step or two deeper into this world than than Mike and I. So why don't you why don't you take us into this one?
2: Well, I wanted it just to be three, so I could really just talk about how good LeBron James is for us. <laughs> you two talked it into existence of doing all the shoes. So what it comes down to is active players and their most recent signature shoe of this season. So for example. Um, LeBron James likes to wear The LeBron 7 Retro and even occasionally The Soldier 14 I think it's on a full Soldier 14 now um, But his newest model Is the LeBron 17 So we're we're going off of that um, Same kind of thing goes for Kobe A lot of people wear those shoes But he's not in the league Same can be said for Michael Jordan's line So Let's just start off with the King um, Beat Kawhi Leonard's Clippers and Giannis Antetokounmpo's Milwaukee Bucks. All were wearing the LeBron 7. But like I said, this year is the 17. So giving a report card for that shoe, I want to give it like a B, like a B minus. Not because I dislike it, but because the proof is in the pudding. LeBron James doesn't wear it all that much anymore. So if he's going towards the 10-year-old model over the brand-new guy, I think that says something to how he likes it. And it wouldn't be the first time he has opted out of his recent signature shoe for a soldier or another model. So um, all in all, the OG 17 B-minus, not doing all that hot. But um, the 17 low, I see a lot of players wearing it. I see LeBron wearing it and i think that one is, is a more accurate um, repre- representation of what they would want from the line that's a really long ass statement it. it's it's good but not that good there
1: <laughs> i mean i think that kind of hits it right on the head because you're that is 100% right like the lebron 17 is cool but it doesn't have the same factor i mean clearly he clearly he likes lebron 7 more than the 17 um I mean, if he goes ahead and wins a championship, there's a championship color. I may go back and give it a A, but right now, yeah, I mean, serviceable shoe, not bad looking whatsoever. Um, if we're giving a grade based on what he's doing on the court, yeah, I say uh, I say A minus, B plus, just because he's still proving that he's a MVP caliber player at age 35.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think Robbie covered most everything. I think the colorways on the 17 have been pretty solid, um, and the stories behind them, you know, like, um, doing the infrareds, doing the kind of multicolor, the, the all reds, um, more than an athlete, like, there's been a there's been a lot of colors that I actually liked on the shoe, but um it it's it's almost just like overshadowed by all the LeBron sevens. So it's hard to it's hard to kinda of think without those blurring my uh my vision, so to speak. Yeah.
2: But the seventeen low is dope. Like I've seen him wear the this the GR black and red one more than a couple times now. I think it looks cool.
0: I like I, it too, yeah.
1: Yeah. I actually like that Space Jam one, the Tomb Squad, with the, like the gray, furry swoosh on it. Oh. What was it you said? <laughs> I mean, I think I just like it. Yeah, the 17's been pretty good about telling stories, and I think that was a pretty cool one since he's doing a movie and whatnot. So I give him a pass on that one. I think I say, uh, just for the same reason...
2: That I didn't like the SpongeBob pack. It's just I'm not that target anymore. So like the Bugs Bunny furry swoosh on the 17 low is for a certain kind of person, and that is just not me anymore. That's also, fair. For you. What's so, next? Yeah, um, let's just go into Giannis, the Greek Freak One, Zoom Freak One. Um, that shoe has been a really big popular shoe across all levels. Um, it's not the most teched out, but it's not trying to be. It's trying to be affordable hoop shoe. Um, my favorite part about it is that you see like the Lopez brothers wearing it. Um, Chris Middleton wears it sometimes like his Bucks brethren rock it with him. And that's like my, one of my favorite things in basketball. But um, I mean, do we, do we want to put like, a grade on it? Or I say like, I like it. It's it's on the upper end of the spectrum when it comes to this year's signature shoes. Uh,
1: I think it was a good entry point. I think he has a very good base and has a lot to look forward to in his line. Uh, Me personally, I've been having a really hard time breaking down the buy one just because like you, you did mention, it's like really minimal in the tech, but I've heard good things about it. I haven't heard anything spectacular, but I haven't heard anything bad about it. So I really do want to try it out. He has some pretty cool colors like that Roots color way where it's uh, basically like a almost like a what the mismatched shoes. Very, very bright. He had the uh, the launch colorway with the all bros. All that orange colorway was a really good one. Um, the Coming to America, I like the first one, but I feel like there has been a couple of them now. I don't want them to overuse that theme, but I mean, clearly he's again another MVP candidate doing amazing things in his sneaker. So I have to give him a. Uh, I mean, I don't know is that great, but I have to give him that same that same level of you know you know A minus B plus. so
0: so I, I guess I didn't I didn't give the LeBron Seventeen a grade. I would probably go with like a B plus on the LeBron. Um, I think that so I have the All Brothers Freak one. Um, I think it's probably up there too. It's it's probably a B plus, maybe even an A minus. Uh, I think the colorways the fact that it's that it's you know so uh that the stories have been so good and like Robbie said seeing the other guys wear and support is also one of my favorite things when you know like I think back to like when KD had the creamsicles and everybody in Oklahoma on OKC wore them for that game um that stuff is just is like awesome to me so um I, I think I think that the downside to the, to the zoom freak one is that not enough people are willing to pull the trigger on it because it's such an inexpensive shoe. I don't think anybody would be disappointed by the shoe. Um, cause it, it's pretty comfortable, but because, because people, ex, you know, like when you think of signature shoes, I think people expect to pay a little bit more and, I, I almost think that having it go on sale, you know, like you can pick up colorways on Nike.com right now for like 105 bucks. And that to me, I think it, it, you know, it doesn't make any sense, but it, but it's just the way the sneaker world works where like, that's part of, you know, um, part of the, the challenge, I guess.
1: Yeah. And I see, I think that part's crazy. I don't mind picking up a shoe that, is cheap because I've actually going to Foot Locker and they have different pairs of the that the freak one for like 69 bucks. And I think if I can find a right colorway and then I'm not looking for anything else, like, cause mostly it's more like trying to conserve, you know, dollars for that, you know, Oh, do I really want to buy this? Or is this going to, you know, eat into my fund of something else I actually really do want to have. But I think over us, it's, it's a nice looking shoe. I just want to make sure like, when I buy, it, I'm not just buying it and just going to sit in my closet because that happens too. I think everyone has a story of buying. Oh, it's cheap. I bought it and now it's just sitting here. Hmm. So
0: yeah, I, was, oh, I was just going to say just to correct myself that so like Nike has like that power up 30% off thing going on. So you hmm. can actually get Zoom Freak ones for 75 bucks right now hmm. on Nike.com, which are 67 plus tax or whatever. Dang, yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good price, but go ahead, Robbie. Sorry.
2: No, I tell Mike all the time, don't buy those shoes and save the money and get something else later. The Greek freak is exactly what falls into that category for me. I'm like, oh, I like it for seventy bucks. I've seen them super cheap in person for like, no, sixty five bucks, sixty whatever. Very little money, but it's like I'd rather have that seventy dollars and put it towards. 200 and buy something 270. You know, like
1: it just falls off the radar. I would say Robbie's like the little angel on my shoulder, but I really think it's the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: what's next?
2: Yeah, let's keep it Nike. Kyrie 6. Kyrie is out for the season. I've actually never really seen I don't think of him when I think of this shoe um I don't know who I think of on the court I know it's a very popular shoe in terms of like you know the colorways and that big old was it 18 shoe pack or whatnot whatever big old world they did so like there's been great colorways the design's cool it looks like the easy two, um but I think without Kyrie in it doing things um, it kind of becomes less and less important. And that's with any signature athlete. If, you, if you're if you not seeing Kobe play in the Kobe 9, it doesn't mean as much to you as like the Kobe 7, just because, you know, they probably paid, played 5, 10 games in that 9 and then sat out. So it's like it, it's harder to fall in love with it without the athlete involved. Um, I would give it, you know, an A, though, just because, taking the Kyrie part out of it, it's still a really good shoe.
1: Yeah. uh, I have pretty much the same sentiment as you there, Robbie. Uh, It's it's tough to be really like, oh, cool. I could put a moment with this shoe because the player was in it. um, And, I mean, he's just just not. He's injured uh, and he played a handful of games this year. But the shoe itself is really cool looking. Everyone likes the inspiration for the Yeezys. I feel like that was kind of the way to get everybody into it. Um I haven't bought one yet. Again, same deal with the uh like with, with the freak ones. It's just like, oh, these are cool. Um I I keep seeing them fall in prices. I've seen even a concept concepts pair they did um, I don't know the name of it, but it was that pink base or salmon colored Cap- base. Cap- what was it called? whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like the
1: Egypt based one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like at retail and lower on some websites. So, I mean, it might be an eventual pickup, but I'm not in super rush for it because mm-hmm. I, I just don't, I didn't haven't had a reason to like really want to go buy it yet. So I, I give it about a, I give it, I give it a B, uh, because I feel like a lot of the hype was because it looked like the easy and people doing the easy IDs, uh, Still a nice looking shoe, but I give it a B because Kyrie hasn't done anything to make me just go, ooh, ah, as in a performance wise with the shoe.
0: So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that this this is one of those shoes that I think people will sleep on now. And I think that down the road it'll actually be like it'll it'll be like the KD four where all those colorways end up being like crazy popular um Mm. even you know further on down the road obviously Kyrie not playing in them is is tough right now but there's so many good stories on the on this particular shoe there's so many good colorways they've done like like really unique colorways not you know I, I think like if you look at like the the freak one right the colorways aside from the two like coming to America colorways. Um, I feel like the colorways are pretty simple, right? Like they're not taking any risks. It's a, you can't really do that on a, on a shoe that's a hundred bucks anyway. Cause like your, your price point determines your customer at that point. Mm-hmm. And with the Kyrie, you know, like the concept sh- is a, is a good example. The preheat stuff, the Chinese new year, all of them are very like bold. And I think that that's going to be, I think that will prove to be like kind of more um, more valuable down the road because the shoe does look like the Easy Two. It 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 looks good. I think. I mean, I'm not like a huge fan of the Easy Two, but out of the Nike Easy's, it was definitely you know the one that I saw as more wearable. Um, but I think I think even like you know the, with with the exception of like. I'm not into the SpongeBob ones, but that's just not for me. Um, and the All-Star one, I was a little disappointed that they didn't have a better story tie-in because it was like, why is this colorway? It doesn't make sense. Um, but overall, I think, like, the Kyrie 6 is... Uh, I would give it, like, an A, maybe even an A, like, A+. It's, it's, it's capturing both, like, the, like, off-court kind of inspiration and style, but it's also like, I'm assuming probably a pretty good performance shoe. So it's up there for me, probably one of my favorites this year.
1: Right. I mean, I'm not mad at that. It is a good looking shoe.
2: So next up here, I would say a less attractive shoe than the KD6, um, pardon me, the Kyrie 6, and that is the KD12. And um, Obviously no KD this season, so same reasons the Kyrie six really wasn't hitting for me as hard as the injuries. The 12 has had like the longest life cycle ever, right? I think the KD line as a whole resets every summer. That's when they kind of try to drop or like, you know, spring finals time, that kind of, you know, June, um, they try to drop Kd's then, but this has had the craziest life cycle. They've had so many colorways and all of them are forgettable except for the Dawn C and then the YouTube one, which I did not like at all. I just know it was a YouTube shoe and thought it was weird that there was YouTube branding on it, but I it may remember it. So that's, that's cool. But, um, this is like a C. I know performance wise. It's supposed to be a great model, but, um, I think it's one of the more forgettable KDs in the past couple of years.
1: Yeah, the thing that got me with this one is uh, has not been the colorways. I mean, I think the best one to come out was the peach jam colorway. That was my favorite of the group. Um, but I like the was it Zoom Air shovel board that they put in there. That's been the only thing that has even remotely made me want to buy it. I tried to pair on. I didn't like the the fit as in help they felt really slim. I don't have a, a wife, but by any means, and for me to think a shoe is like tight is, is weird. So I didn't pull a trigger on them and they were on sale for like 60, 70 bucks at a foot locker. And um, yeah, I mean, I give them what they are. Uh, I, it looks like for a lot of hoopers do like them because again, that strobe board makes it a little bit more comfortable. I give it a B plus just because of innovation.
0: probably just a solid B for me nothing spectacular um I have a pair but more often than not I'm not going to choose to wear them um I think they're kind of they're comfortable I don't really like the tongue on them um it's just a little it just sits weird for me and I don't know if that's just me but in general, I don't think that there's been enough there. It's tough with Katie not playing, you know, to, to me, like, I don't know, just could, it could be better. And that's about it.
2: <laughs> let's, let's start going like, like spitfire in here. Hot take. All right. So, all right. George four, man, the colorways have not been hidden. But I love the Gary Payton vibes. I love the design. Just yet to be a color for me.
1: PG4, I actually don't like it whatsoever. I've been trying to make myself like it. Um, I think if we're going to go with the shroud, go full shroud. Don't cop out by putting the laces out in the top. I don't like the fact that everything's been Gatorade related. Let's get some better stories about PG. Um, And mostly, I'm just... I'm not even like, I'm, I'm the Lakers, like my side team, like I'm a Rockets guy, but they're making me sad. So I need to separate from, for a minute, but the Lakers are definitely my, my second team to go to. Cause LeBron's LeBron's the guy, Um I'm just of like the Clippers and their fans and their team. And uh, that actually translates to my dislike for the shoe more. Uh, for me, this is probably like a,
0: I would say it's probably a B as well. Just, I like the shoe. I like the silhouette. I like the the shroud, but overall, the colorway has been disappointing. Gatorade just doesn't make sense on it. It just seems like I'm I'm just super tired of making a sneaker a collab with somebody that has nothing to do with sneakers. The Mm -hmm. default, like, go-to, right? Nothing against, like, these kind of creatives like shoe surgeon or you know, Cousteau or Fomer that are getting to do, you know, Seth Fowler, the guys that are getting to do these like unboxings with the Twix Jordan ones. I think it's super dope, but it's just like, I don't need to see like these two big companies collaborating. It doesn't make sense to me. So uh, that definitely leaves a bad taste in my mouth for the PG.
2: It's funny. It's like when you go on Snapchat and there's like, um, CNN on Snapchat. Like, what the fuck? You, you, like, what? No. <laughs> um, so yeah. let's switch gears here into the Chris Paul line and into some Jordan stuff. Um, we're, we're on what? The CP 12 now. Yeah. Sounds so, right. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, not my kind of shoe. The Chris Paul line historically has been, a, I've been a big fan, fan of them, but um, for me recently, just, not my jam, um, but uh nothing wrong with it. Just not for me. <laughs> How about uh- yeah. um,
1: aesthetically? I think I don't like them. Um, there were a couple. Uh, i can, We talked about it offline, but there is. I can't remember what number it was. I think it might be like seven when they had the jackson High Pack, where it was almost like a patent leather. Uh, sneaker and I like that when they actually back then and some of the CPs had some pretty decent aesthetics uh, but with that being said I think they've always been great hooping shoes like if you don't care about what the shoe looks like and what it performs and only what it performs like that's the sneaker for you because the CPs actually are really solid on court uh, sneakers yeah I
0: I don't like it the CP312 at all really it's kind of it's just not the style is just whack um i think that the cp3 line is really dope there's been a lot of good stuff over the years but um i think the last like 2 or 3 years like have just been like total misses um last year looked like looked like a copy of an old under armour shoe the micro jeep um black ice or bloodline. I can't remember. I think both of those shoes had very similar vibes, but this one, the 12 just looks completely out of place. But I, I, I agree with Mike. If you, if you just want something to perform when these go on sale and you can pick them up for, you know, 50, 60 bucks, this is a hell of a shoe.
2: So shout out Jamal Lucas. um, He works at Jordan brand as like the biggest Chris Paul, like shoe fan. And he's, he'd hate that I'd have said, I don't like that shoe that much, but good performer. But I'm not a performance guy. I'm slow as hell. I don't have any, I don't, there's no skills to, to elevate by a shoe. So it has to be about looks. Um, so with that said, a really good looking Jordan brand shoe, the Y Not 0.3. Um, I would say, from a purely looks perspective, one of my favorite basketball shoes dropped this year. Uh, I'm sure the zoom air feels great. I'm sure it's really good on court, but uh, I just love everything they do with these new Russ, new Russ Westbrooks. That's a tongue tie. Um, But yeah, I'm feeling them.
1: Yeah. uh, I had little hope for this line after the, the why not one put point 1.0s or 0.1s, whatever. Um, I thought they were awful, but ever since the, uh, 0.2s and this is now the 0.3s. I think they're a great looking shoe. Uh, I like the fact that they're super wild. Uh, I love the peas that he has. They're like the Nintendo Game Boy, the Super Soaker, all that cool stuff. Um, I mean, and it matches him. Like, It's a really aggressive looking shoe that matches his style of play and I really like the sneaker.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, I don't really have anything else to add to be honest. Like,
2: they're crazy. <laughs> yeah. So new balance ominous one. I always feel like I'm saying it wrong, but it's, it's the ominous one, right?
1: I think uh, it's on this. I keep hearing people say omni, but I'm like, well, there's an S at the end. <laughs> Cause they're illiterate and they can't read. I'm scared.
2: <laughs> but, um, I mean that one, we talked about the sunset pack last episode. Um, Just not enough going on. There was a, no, that is the sunset, the pink and orange one. That is the sunset one. That's the only memorable pair. I think there was a red and blue, like clippers colored one and like a Wakanda feeling one (laughs) and Wakanda, but it's reminded me of the necklace. But, uh, forgettable, man. I wish we just had more, um, experiences either personally between the three of us or if we heard more about it. You know, in circles, so it's hard to really uh, gauge that one. Other than Kawhi's having a great season,
1: yeah, so yeah, I have no. Oh, go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. I was just gonna
0: say, should we should we touch on the like the new signature shoe? Like that's actually, I mean, I know it's not out yet, but I don't know. It it at least no, looks, looks better to me than, than the Omnis was great for a start but i think i think new balance is kind of for lack of a better term like kind of getting screwed over by the hype cycle because they're not cranking out enough they're not cranking out colorways and releases the way all the other brands are that are that are you know that are kind of riding the waves um, and that's ultimately hurting them i think because there is only a handful of colorways. There's nothing that stands out. Like to me, there was like a pink pair of the Omnis, um a while back. And then like that, you know, like the first early colorways clippers, colorways or whatever um, I thought were pretty good. I didn't pull the trigger on any of them, but I don't know. Overall, overall it's been kind of lackluster. And I think, um, I think there's a lot of excitement around Kawhi and what he's doing. And it's unfortunate that they're not, Kind of keeping up with the
1: hype cycle in a sense. Yeah, I just I have a tough time talking about this one because um, I just I haven't had experience at all. I I think I mentioned this before. I've never seen this shoe in person. Um, I just want to hunt it down. I don't even know if I've, I I've heard great things about the Omnis um, and clearly Kawhi's is doing what Kawhi does in it but I've never seen it. I want to just go to mission and hunt one down just to try it on. And I mean, I don't know if I want to buy it, but I do at least want to be like, Hey, I held it. I can tell these things from it, but I have no real experience with it. I don't, I actually don't like the signature, his actual signature as much as the ominous. So, I mean, you're kind of backwards on that one, Nick. I think the, I think the, uh, his signature just looks too much like the Dame too. I'm just not getting anything creative from it. And, and I get more creative like vibes from the omnis is because it was something original and yeah, I don't really, have, I don't have an opinion on it. That's fair. I, I could,
0: I can understand that. Um, I, I've seen it in multiple shoe palaces. I don't know if you've got a shoe palace near you, Mike, but
1: I do. They don't have nothing. in
0: <laughs> Yeah. May, maybe it's just that I'm in LA that, you know, it's kind of like the thing to do is have Kawaiis, right.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. Just kind of regional.
0: Yeah.
2: Up next, Curry 7. We just saw it. I think he played in it in October before he got hurt. But um, saw him make his debut in the Sour Patch Kids. One green, one orange. And I like the Curry 7. I think the 7 and the 5 are like the two best-looking Curry shoes. And um, just, again, injury kind of derailed the hype cycle. But once he starts playing in it, Things are gonna pick up. It's just a really good design. It looks like a Steph Curry shoe, as it should. Uh, but um, it's just a really solid, really solid offering.
1: I didn't do yeah. balance. Damn. The, <laughs> no, I actually do. Curry Seven is really nice looking. I was trying to get one of the Sour Patch models. They're actually pretty pricey on the resale market. I was really surprised by that. Um, but also like that. When it just came out that uh the international Women's Day colored at all lavender color is really dope looking um, I like the new direction that the curries have going now. They look like they're taking some more considerations, some more time and not just you know pumping out an or shoe. they're actually like really trying to do something you know different and something you know design friendly with these. so I really like them when they go on sale. I made buy a pair.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like them. Um, I don't know. I haven't really picked up any of the more recent curries. I just, I'm not really like, I'm not really a fan of like the, the Under Armour kind of design, language that's going on right now. It just seems a little out of place. But I obviously, like Sour Patch Kids, and you know, I, I probably I probably would grab those if they were if my size were available and. They were on sale, but I'm not really, like, hunting these down by any means.
2: Uh, Neither am I, but I got to recognize that they do look good. Um, Now we have another good-looking shoe. We're going to switch up to their last brand for the most part. Adidas. Dame 6, correct? The Dame 6. Didn't do as hot. Um, I remember seeing the Pusha T collab still being available in some places. And normally that would have just popped off. Um, But uh, yeah, it's the best looking Dame since like the second one. I haven't really been a huge fan of them. Um, I I like them. They're not going to be a shoe I like to particularly wear. But um, from a design standpoint, they're different. They're a little off-keel in a good way. It's kind of the way Dame is, not your typical... All-star, it's a little different. So
1: it's good. Yeah. Um I've never there hasn't really been a dang sneaker that really like spoke to me like, hey, I gotta try this. Um I remember I was seeing the first couple of models pop up in like, you know, Marshall's, you know, discount stores like that. And nothing wrong with that. I mean I've bought plenty of shoes out of those places. I just when I actually got to put my hands on them, I never really had the feeling, oh, I'll buy this even on sale. Um, just the designs have never been, you know, appealing to me. Now, with that being said, I think the Dame Seven, yeah, Seven has taken a great leap forward. Um, Dame is one of the guys who typically puts out a shoe that everyone can afford. So we do; they have limitations on what they can put out, and. What they can do to shoe, how many risks they can take, but I think they did a great job designing the seven. I uh, really like the collaboration with, you know, he did with Pusha T. Um, just kind of puts his music side and his basketball side in, in one shoe, which is really cool. Um, this is one I would definitely try uh, if I found a colorway I liked for a good price. I would, I would definitely consider getting a pair of these myself.
0: I'm a. Bit, I am like most of the Dame line. Um, I think the Ruthless colorway is pretty dope. Just kind of split, um, like the black on the outside and then the bright colors and the graphics on the inside. So that that's the one that I'm kind of looking for. But um, I don't know. I, I would say it's this is probably a solid B plus to me.
2: Genius. That's a that's a good rating. Uh, I like The better, I do like the Dame six, but the even better option is the Donovan Mitchell. Dawn Volume 1, which is, again, a little long in the tooth, but it took a while for it to release in the same breath. It did, really didn't come out very quickly once we initially saw photos of it. But um, the Spider-Man colorways, all super dope. I believe there's a Star Wars one too, but um, the mm-hmm. Spider and, like, the Venom. There's, like a, like, a electronic green and black that looked really cool. But um, very cool. Very, uh, very new, right? He's a young player. A lot of chances, I think, were taken from a design aspect and just all around a very solid
1: shoe. Yeah, Um, just like you, I I think the Venom color was my favorite, but that was the one I was I couldn't find anywhere Uh, because that was the one I wanted to buy. If I if I was going to purchase it, that was the color I was going to get. But that one was the toughest of the pack to to track down. Um, only issue with the shoe is that it looks—it's a great design and looks good. He's doing great things on the court with it. He's—he's a, he's a fantastic player. He's going to be one of the faces of the NBA, you know. Once the—you uh, know—the old regime kind of starts trickling out, um, but the materials used in the shoe actually was able to pick pick it up in hand. I think you guys have as well. It just doesn't seem to be super well made. Like I say, it looks good, but when I picked it up the sizing looked weird because of the look like an extra wide toe box. And it just looked like it stretches out after a while. And I didn't like the material choices. I'm really looking forward to see what they do next, but I'll give them, I guess a a B minus C plus for a first attempt. Uh, This one's a little bit
0: higher for me. I picked up the um, Spider-Man colorway. I just think that the storyline and that, you know, making it like comics, the issue one, um is super dope i thought the shoe is super comfortable um the materials maybe a little to be leave a little to be desired but um i i want to get the venom colorway um i yeah i'm just a big fan of the shoe so probably it's probably an easy a for me
2: i like that movie it's a good one but um <laughs> it's it's it, it, just different right it's kind of crazy this it keeps saying it over and over again but just when you look at it in the dame six too adidas does just offer something a little bit out there that still works really well um and i guess we'll leave do we want to bring Derek rose up the d rose at 13 now we're on not it's the yes yeah, no
0: 10 10 but 10. yeah yeah that's a, it's well, a C for me. We can move on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but it's sold out. Apparently, I don't like the 10, but apparently when it first released, it was just about impossible to get a pair. It was done so quietly and people were just once they found it on the bottom, they were just eating them up. I mean, I think that's not the case now because they've made enough colors to where they're available. But in the beginning, people are all about it, man.
2: It's very supposed to be comfortable, but definitely not a looker.
1: No, no it else ugly.
2: <laughs> so the last joint we have here, James Harden, Harden volume four, which they've gone steadily worse. I think the Harden volume one is one of the best looking basketball shoes in the past five years. That was a really, really good looking shoe. And it's kind of gone more and further away from like lifestyle. Right. I feel like James Harden, is so fashionable. or At least he thinks he's so fashionable that like those early shoes played into that with materials and colorways. But now it's kind of just like, is I don't know what it is. It's a signature shoe. It's a performance shoe, but it's like not really cool for basketball or cool for the street. So it's like in an awkward middle place. I'm just not a huge fan of it.
1: Yeah. Um like the Harden one was the LS was the one it was all prime knit. Uh that was my favorite of the groups. I had the volume threes and took them back immediately because they were gonna rip my Achilles out my ankle. Um I just yeah, I mean if his shoes are representing his play right now, they're mediocre. And I'm just an angry fan right now.
0: (laughs) The one was, the one and 1.5 were like by far the cleanest um, of the shoes. But I think Robbie nailed it. It's it's almost like they're struggling to, they're struggling to have like a a balance between lifestyle and performance. And (laughs) it's almost like, they, they just haven't hit either now because of it. So, I mean, I, I would say that the four probably is is maybe a C for me. It's it, it's probably bottom of the list of all of these for me. Right down
2: there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a bummer. I mean, I'm sure, you know, James Harden's one of the best players in the league. He'll He'll bounce back with something cooler for the five. But everybody gets a lull when it comes to signature shoes at some point.
0: Yeah. So what? I mean, no. I think, I think we've, we've, we've gone through pretty good. Um, just like off the cuff. What's your favorite shoe this year?
1: Um, favorite shoe. Oh, that's tough. Uh, does it have to be a new one or we're we just talking about just favorite in general that they're wearing? No, just favorite are- of, of what we've talked about tonight. Ah uh, shoot. I would have to say uh, overall that my favorite would have to be uh, I guess it have to be of all the groups. the uh, the LeBron, the seventeen out of everything I think is the most unique one, uh, has the best colorways. Uh, even though it's not something i think, think I can wear on a daily basis, I, I think it does the best job of taking all those elements that we always talk about and 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 making something out of them.
2: Man. I am really leaning towards the Dawn issue one, but if I didn't choose that one, it would probably have to be the Kyrie six. Even though I don't own a pair, this, they do look really cool. Like I've I've enjoyed looking at every pair. <laughs> I just uh, haven't quite pulled that trigger yet. No, I'm tripping. I totally forgot the Russ. Scratch everything I just said. The Westbrook zero, why not? 0.3 is my favorite. I got that back.
0: That's probably up there for me. Um, I think the Don issue one is probably up there. Kyrie six. I think those would be the three. I don't know if I could choose one, but I haven't got what pair of the Westbrooks yet. So, that will probably be uh, the determining factor once I get a pair. But
1: Let us know which one you guys like the most. I mean, we sat here, gave you our thoughts. What, what do you like? And give us a reason why, man. Drop drop a comment here. Follow us on on Twitter. We're we'll, we'll going to answer back. So maybe I won't because I'm still bad at Twitter. I got to remember. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs>
0: I mean, I, I just – I can't imagine not having Twitter for like any time I'm watching sports. That's the ultimate for, for me with Twitter. But, um, anyway, you could, you can actually follow me on Twitter at Nick Engvall. I'm still posting all my shoes over there every day. Yeah. But more importantly, just follow at sneaker history guys. Let them know how they can find you and follow along.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mike Guillory, find me on course on sneaker history as well. Instagram and Twitter at madwatcher789 and then on YouTube at Mike Gillery. Robbie, where are you at?
2: You can find me at R-A-H-B-E-E-702 on all the platforms.
1: Right on. Thanks for
0: listening, everybody, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. See you. Bye. hey everyone this is nick again before you take off i wanted to ask a couple favors of you if you're interested in more content from the sneaker history crew become a member of our patreon page where we post daily content drop exclusive episodes and host monthly giveaways we'll even help you hunt for your grails check us out at patreon.com sneakerhistory also make sure you sign up for our email newsletter at sneakerhistory.com email we send out weekly updates on the footwear business and what we're working on here at sneaker history Last but not least, take a second to tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how much it means to someone, and it might even plant the seeds for something even bigger. As always, we appreciate you, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question, and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts.